five straight seasons, Clark Skowiak has had his Utah Utes sitting in the top four of the Pac-12 Conference. Mike Yam, Don McClain, and the head coach of the Utes is with us. All right, there's a there's like a secret sauce that you are cooking up in Salt Lake City. I feel like you might be in the kitchen a little bit longer than in previous years, knowing mm. how young this roster is. How I would assume it's kind of like a unique, good challenge for you, knowing yeah. that you kind of get to work in some newer guys. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's really neat. I mean, we've got the culture piece. Sure trying to teach all the newcomers, you know, what it is we're trying to do and how we do things around here. Uh, and then you've got the basketball piece. And it's, uh, it takes a little bit more energy, but it's good. You know, it's fun, the terminology and the different things. And one thing about our group, um, they're super connected. You know, we've got really good guys, high-character guys, and we're spending so much of our time trying to get better on the basketball court. And, and uh, there's a few sparks flying, you know. It's high energy, and uh, we got to get ready to go. It's not easy, though, to have that many new guys. But no. you and I were talking before you came on about how you like your talent level and the way you guys are recruiting, not only for this year, but looking ahead to next year as well. Yeah, you know, we've never paid a whole lot of attention to all the star system, the five-star, four-star, three-star. But, you know, and I haven't done the research, but I know we've got way more stars than, than we've ever had. Mm -hmm. uh, a couple of the guys we brought here in the incoming class, um, so it's fun. You know, they're, they're not only a super talented group. We've got three guys that are seven feet with seven, five wingspans, uh, have a ring, rim protection. Matt, Big ba Matt Van Coleman is seven, four, which uh, we've never had that kind of length inside. And I think we got a group that can get up and down the floor and push the tempo a little bit because we do have that size. Um, so it's, it's fun. The future is bright, and we work with these kids. I think we can be really competitive this season. As you know, we have to, have to, do some, have to get some work done in November and December, to, to, not only for our league, but for your own personal chances of getting some postseason play. And then we've got to figure out a way to keep that, that recipe to, uh, to finish in the top four. Style of play for you guys, and I know you just made reference to the size and the front line and, and certainly a lot of new faces, but mm. last year, and I, you would probably know this off the top of your head, I, I don't remember a team that you had that hit as many threes. You led the conference last year almost 10 a game. Is that something that, that you were going to lean into this season, or is it going to be more like what we saw a few seasons ago? It's so funny because a year ago I would have predicted that we would have been near the bottom of the Pac-12 in wow. threes. Um, but we work on it a lot in practice. Um, you know, I think we're going to maybe figure out who the pretenders and contenders are from the three with another foot and a half distance. That's it's going to open yeah. up the floor a little bit. Um, I think it can actually open up the big man game a little bit, but I'd much rather take an open three and we try to figure out ways to get them with the guys that can shoot them because they add up so much faster than, than the other baskets. So we're going to, you know, continue to put the heat on people on the perimeter, but always takes a balance. Yeah. Have you noticed there being a difference? Because I happen to think that it may not be immediate, but over time throughout this season, that extra 13 inches is going to be a factor in terms of percentages, but also to your point, the teams are going to say, you know what, we're not shooting as well. We got to pound it in there a little bit more than maybe we anticipated. For sure. And that's exactly why we're throwing the ball to our bigs. There's going to be another, you know, another distance that you have. I, I, a lot of guys could make threes at the distance it used to be. Yes. So you had to get out on the perimeter and at least get a, a hand in a guy's face. And I think we're going to see a little bit more of the mid-range game. It makes sense when everything gets extended that it's going to bring a couple other facets into the game. But um, we'll see how it goes. You know, our team, we've never really had it run a system. 
and recruited players to fit the system. We try to recruit the best players we can, and then you put them in positions to be successful, and we're still tinkering with a lot of that stuff right now. Coach, I know in the past you've made reference to a lot of the notes that you take over the, the offseason. I know Don has made reference to, to your coaching style, uh, specifically in the NBA influences, raved about some of the things that you've done with your ball club. As you assessed the things that happened last season and even the last couple of years in this conference, what are some of the things that maybe you, you took away that you're going to try to approach this upcoming year with your squad? Well, well that's a great question. And I've, I've looked at things. Uh, I think we've been fairly deep the last couple of years, and I probably made an error as a coach in not getting our roles established earlier. You know, we've, we've always played better as the season got. We've always improved as the year goes along. We don't have that time. You don't have that time to say, okay, we finished in the top four in the Pac-12 because that might not be valid enough to get you a trip. We all want to be in postseason play, NCAA tournament. So I think we're maybe taking a little page out of a football program where we're, it's going to be this week before we see who our top – this is our first team. This is our second team, at least as the coaches see it. And you guys play together and get some role establishment and learn what, how to play with each other. And then if somebody on the outside wants to be a part of that first group – figure out a way to get in it. But we don't really have the time to waste with the way it's set up now in this environment. So, so is that a change from the past, Larry? I mean, is that like, you know, where maybe you might wait a week to see something materialize, now you only wait a couple days and exactly. stuff like that? Exactly. I think you have to accelerate everything, at least in my mind. It goes so fast. And we get, look, we get more time to practice than years past, uh, six weeks and some of the summertime. So some of the things are becoming clear to us, but it was, I think a year ago it was kind of equal opportunity. I thought we could play 10 guys, and the reality is you can't. You know, and we gotta, you got to put your best seven or eight out there and, uh, and be productive. Is there something that you would point to in terms of from a leadership perspective? I think about the roster last year. I mean, Cedric being on set with us a season ago and some of the big shots that he hit yeah. and the toughness that, that your squads have generally had. Is there, in a good way, is there a dog on this team that you're going to lean on to, to be that vocal leader? Yeah, there are, and we brought a couple of them. Uh, T- Timmy's, a, Timmy's a dog. He gets it, and uh, he's interested in whatever it takes to win. I think Booth is really growing in that sure. direction. He's getting stronger in the weight room, becoming more vocal. Uh, Riley Batten, I think, is a great leader. You know, always the first guy in drills and, and eager to do things. But it's something we talk about every day in practice. We need some dog. We need some toughness. Uh, and really, at the core of our program, that's got to be – you know, at the at the heart of all the DNA, you got to be tough, and and in all the reading and every sport you go through, really, if I could get one characteristic for our team to play with, it would be that toughness. Well, you mentioned that toughness. Finished ninth right now in that preseason media poll. You always figure out a way to get into the top four. So hopefully, your your guys are able to stay healthy. We're talking about a first round bye in Vegas for your squad, Ashley Adamson. Uh, Ash, I don't know if you realize this getting ready for this interview, but you're sitting with two dogs. Yeah, I didn't realize that. I will say. Uh, so your coach Large said that you dog. were the dog. <laughs> and I just want to say, I'm, I look over at Timmy when coach calls you a dog, and you're like snarling, you're like growling, actually. So how, you feel good? You, you don't mind being the dog of this? team? Um, I'm all with that. That's what I do. All right, good. Well, it's great to have you guys here. Um, I think one of the things, obviously, when you look at this roster, you guys turned a lot of heads your freshman year, and now you guys are kind of like the veterans of this squad. What's, what's that transition been like to you to more of a leadership role, Booth? Uh, it's more uh, it's challenging, uh, but it's something I always look forward to doing. It's, it's a different role for me, uh, just getting guys ready, getting their mindsets ready. Obviously, we have a bunch of freshmen coming in, so me and Timmy being, you know, the leaders of sophomores, is, you know, something really challenging and uh, something we expect to do. 
You've drawn comparisons to DeLon Wright, one of the best players to come through this program in recent memory. He did a, a lot of things spectacularly well. What do you think is the strength of your game? Strength of my game, I'll say, I mean, I got a combination I can do. I can pass the ball, I can kind of score it, shoot it, stuff like that. So just watching DeLon and what he was doing here at Utah, he was something, uh, a player who can, you know, do similar things, really pass the ball, get his teammates involved. And, you know, he was a really good player. All right, Tim, I want to ask about you because this offseason, you told me you sat down, you dropped 35 pounds. Totally, that's yeah. that's, uh, that's pretty impressive. So how, how did you do it and how has it affected your game? Um, <clears throat> main thing was change of diet. Um, I used to eat a bunch of things I shouldn't have eaten, <laughs> honestly, but um, I didn't really know that it affected me that much. And I started cutting back, um, just changing the way I eat and basically my lifestyle. And going home over the summer in Arizona, it was really easy to shed weight in that heat, um, which I do enjoy. Like, I enjoy the heat. So I'd be out there running and uh, just not eating like I used to. And it just fell off like but hot butter. Is that right? So, th so this is what it. So if I just stop eating pizza, I'm gonna be able to have biceps like you and Booth. Here. I mean, do you guys have oil on in this picture? What's what's going on here? Uh, that's, that's a little flex Friday. You know the vibes. We gotta get right for the gram. Uh, gotta get right for the gram. There's yeah. no doubt about it. What's the thing you miss most about your old diet? Uh, basically not caring. Yeah. Like. Now I'm always, I'm always, whenever I'm eating, I'm concerned about what's going in my body, which I do enjoy now. It's more of a lifestyle than a diet, but yeah, it's a big change for me. Yeah, uh, I heard Coach say the other day that you guys are obviously talented. You're young, but he hasn't seen a team that's been this close this early on at this point in the game. So, from your perspective, from the players' perspective, what have you seen? There's a lot of new faces. What's the mm -hmm. cohesion like, Booth? I'll say for me, like last year's team, you know, we're we're close, but there are some some bits and pieces that are you know are falling off the uh, outside our ball. For instance, but this year's team, like we're all connected, everyone loves each other. We got some guys that are obviously from Utah. They all they know each other, play AU against each other, so like they're already connected and already got their chemistry going. So for us, we gelled in pretty easily. So this makes it you know a lot easier for us to you know be connected. And all. So many newcomers. Uh, who stood out to you? Uh, I like I like Ryland Jones and Brandon Carlson. Those are my favorite. Why? Uh, I just like the way they play. You know, they're really poised and everything. Still got a lot of learning to do, but. For the most part, I really like playing with them, so it should be fun. How about you? Who stood out? Um, Ryland Jones, Brandon Carlson, and Mickey. Mickey's a guy who could play a lot of different ways in a lot of different positions, so that will open up the floor for us. Um, and Ryland's just a solid PG who makes the right play, hits open shots. And BC's going to be exciting to watch Brandon Carlson. I mean, um, he's one of the high flyers, we like to call him. He goes and gets it, and he dunks that. He dunks that so... Um, it's going to be fun to watch. Good. We're looking forward to that. Last thing before I let you go. I've heard there's a new conditioning drill, 20 and 20. Yeah. What, it's what, not what, really can, new. It's not really new. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, it's, well, tell me about it. Um, Sounds you, fun. You just you just go. Like, I don't even know. You run 20 suicides in 20 minutes, and some people make it and some people don't. We, <laughs> we basically run it until everybody makes it, and uh, it's something that's been in the program for years, and it's nothing new, but... This year it's actually easier for us. We've talked about it. Than last year we were we were dog tired at at about ten. We were dog tired, but um, it's something you get used to. And the better condition you are, the easier it is. But it's no joke. So sure. a year ago you're dog tired. Now you're just the dog. So you're yeah. you're making the you're, you're making the strides. We like that. All right. Well, guys, thanks so much for joining us. We appreciate it. And good luck and stay healthy this season. Thank you. Appreciate it. Guys. Uh, Ash, I, you're ready to do a little running, right? Twenty and twenty, no problem. Of course. In mid-season form. Not, not for Don. Um, at this point, 
I want to make a comparison to a conversation that I had with Kyle Whittingham on the football side. A year ago, I was in his office in Salt Lake City. I, I looked at his roster and I said, hey, you ever think about the success you guys could have next season? And, of course, he was focused in on this year. I bring that up because I look at the stars on this team, and it's a group of sophomores. Do you look at this squad right now for Utah and say, some good success maybe this season, but in two campaigns, we're talking about a team that really can compete? Well, I would say hopefully you're saying that every year, that sure. may, maybe next year, um, because it just flips over every year. But I, I think that, that that approach gives up on this season a little bit. I think, yes, they're young, but that doesn't mean you can't win. If you come together and you have an unbelievable spirit and you, in, in, you know, the unselfishness and the willingness to guard and all that stuff – Yes, they're young, but I will say this. I think Utah is the one team in our league that, that has the biggest question marks because of so many young guys and so many new players. Never a question is the passion of this fan base, and they always figure out a way to make it to Vegas. Pack-Town.com slash tickets for a closer look at what's happening in Vegas in the month of March.